Welcome into the Pursuit of Manliness podcast, where we are vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. My name is Jarrett Samuels. I'm the host of the podcast. As always, men, thank you for taking time and checking out today's show. When you get a chance, make sure you visit thepursuitofmanliness.com. There you can sign up for the email newsletter. I'm getting better at sending those out. Uh, you can read the latest blog post. There's going to be a new one posted today. Uh, those, those things have been uh, nothing short of incredible. You can see what's available in the gear store as far as uh, Point Man. We have the uh, Gospel of Mark. We have the book of Acts. Uh, just last night, we were going through Acts chapter 2, talking about you know the Holy Spirit and these guys speaking in languages where other people understood. So we give you a handful of questions. We give you a suggested prayer. Just I, I know it can be a little nerve-wracking for men to pray in front of their family, especially if you've never done that. So, man, we just want to resource you up, help you be the point man within your home. Uh, there's a lot of stuff you can find. There's social media links, etc. But right now, uh, we're about 48 hours away from the registration closing for uh, Tribe. Tribe is our six-month discipleship community. It's not a Bible study. It's not a course, not a class. It's not nothing we make you do things, any of those things. But when you sign up, we give you lots of opportunities for engagement, lots of opportunities for growth. Uh, you will be connected to men from across the globe. Not only where you live or your, I mean, your state, your region, but I mean across the globe. We got... I think five countries represented right now. We have three continents. We have 29, I think at the time of recording, the states represented. Some states have you know one guy. Some states have none. Some states have nine. It just depends. But man, it's really incredible what God is doing through that community of men. And it's a blessing to be a part of it. I think overall, we have had 173 different men sign up for Tribe in the last three plus years. And a total of 401 registrations at the time of recording this. So what that's telling you, what that's telling you is, there's a good number of men who sign up for multiple sessions. Some have been in it from day one, and um, some of them, you know, just completed their or are close to completing the first session that they've been in and getting ready to do number two. So um, I think that that it really makes tribe what it is. These guys that return, they understand the rhythm, they understand the culture, uh, they help create a community of guys where you can't help but grow. If you engage, we talk about being men of presence, right? Anyone can sign up. Anyone can do that. But be, be, a man of pre, be a man of presence because everyone has something to add to the conversation. And that really leads me to what I want to talk about today. Um, you know, Pursuit of Manliness has been out, uh, been around since um, the end of 2015. But right then I was just kind of, you know, I remember at midnight um, on 2016, I made a tweet, you know, like that was the first tweet of Pursuit of Manliness, like like the world was waiting for me to tweet something, right? Um, I did reopen that Twitter account, doing it a little bit different, so if you're on Twitter, that's where I'm at, Pursue Manliness, um, but I started to do stuff, and I did it all anonymously, and it got to the point where, um, you know, I, I was doing, I wanted to do a podcast. It's tough to do a podcast if you don't want to put, you know, your name or face out there, but um, so started doing that, and so eventually started like, okay, let, this is who I am. Um, because it's my pursuit as well. I'm trying to figure this thing out. And one of the things that I had to figure out the hard way was social media because I'm not a social media guy. I'm not good at it. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure I enjoy it. I do enjoy it in the aspect that it allows you to meet people. Otherwise, that you probably would not have met. I mean, I have some good friends, some good men in my life because of social media, because of, you know, whether they're on the podcast or, you know, they're, they're in the closed group, they've been in tribe, whatever. Um, but that came out of a, a, a picture, strangely enough, uh, on social media. So when I was trying to figure out social media, there were a few people that I uh, respected from a distance because 
Um, I just wa was watching what they're doing. I'm like, I, I like that. I don't want to copy that. I don't want to be a mirrored version of that. I need to figure out, you know, what what pursuit of manliness feel and genre is. And I, and I think we we have that. But I, I was learning from guys that I thought did it really well, and uh, in, in a really cool way. A lot of the guys that I was learning from uh, have been able to be guests on this podcast or have you know dialogue or relationships, whatever. So it, through the course of that. I remember one particular picture that stands up in my mind. I can almost still see it right now. I was in my kitchen, and it was a picture of someone that I, I, I was watching or learning from, and it was a picture of them sitting at a table. This this person's a, an influencer. I hate that term, but uh, someone that you know is in the man world, man space, and uh, they had a picture, and it was like a selfie. So they had their, their phone up, and they took the picture of them, and then everyone else sitting at this table. And I don't know if they're at a restaurant. I don't know if they're at a cabin. I don't, I don't remember that, but it was a cool-looking table. I do remember that. And uh, the, the, the phrase under the picture went something like, you're, you're invited to have a seat at the table when you have something to offer, or something like that. I know I just botched that, but but it, it inspired me and rubbed me wrong at the same time. It rubbed me wrong in the aspect, I think every man has something to add to the conversation. I think every man has something to bring to the table. Every single one of us. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care. I, I just think every guy has something to add to the conversation. We all also have a ton to take away. But it inspired me because I remember looking at that and I told my wife, I said, I want my own table. I don't want a seat at that table. Because that group of people, that's not that's not me. That's not my circle. So for me to have a seat at that table, I would need to compromise what I feel like I'm really about and, and what the pursuit of manliness is about. Oh, I would love for those guys to recognize and say, man, you're 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 killing it, or you're influencing, or you're making an impact in the man world or what I would love for that to happen. I mean, naturally, that's our human nature, but I to sit at that table. I'm probably going to have to compromise some things, and I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. So I told her, I said, you know what? I want my own table. And the funny thing was, I thought of this again just like a week or two ago, and it slipped my mind because I was going to do a podcast on it. It slipped my mind, and then it kind of came back. And so I said, you know what? While I'm thinking of it, I'm going to do this. I said, I want my own table. As a matter of fact, I was going to build my own table. I was going to build my own table, which, if you know me, is, is pretty silly because... Um, I'm not, I'm not handy, but I did. I started to research it. I started to figure it out. At that time, our kitchen table was you know, pretty much garbage. Uh, we have since bought, we love old stuff, so we bought like a refurbished old tape vintage thing, um, but I remember thinking, I'm going to build my own, my own table, and the idea was I'm going to build it literally, and I'm going to build it relationally, and I, I had just moved to uh, the city of Indianapolis. I'm not a city guy at all. Um, here I am five plus years into it. I'm still not a city guy. And so all my friends, all my community, all the things I knew uh, were, were back in Iowa or Illinois where we had to live. So everybody, everything familiar was not here, at least six hours away. So for me to say that I was going to do that, I thought, well, then I need to step on the gas somehow. We need to figure this out. So instead of the pursuit of manliness, just being content that's thrown before your eyeballs every day or every other day or however it came out once a week for a podcast to try to inspire you and motivate you to be a better man, I said, why, why don't we just try to figure out how to get guys with guys? Because if I need my own table, I'm going to venture to say there's other men who are looking for a seat at the table or want to build their own table as well. So let's figure out how to create a community of men who are invited to the table. Let's figure out how to build better men together. So that phrase 
is indicative of everything that happens within the pursuit of manliness. Yeah, I'll put an image out or I'll put a video out or I'll put something out to try to, you know, stir in you or to convict you or to teach you or to something. Sometimes I'm the bad guy. Sometimes I'm the, the good guy. Sometimes I'm the guy that said the thing that you wanted to say but couldn't say. Doesn't matter. We want to create a community of men who all are invited to have a seat at the table, to add something to the community. So everything, I talk about point man, point man is to get you, to get your family around the table, right? To get you around the, the in the living room. We sit in the living room, we all kind of plop down, we do our deal, it takes about 10 minutes, we can move on. Uh, we, we, did, uh, we have one more round. The idea was to get you in a study with other guys, to have intentional conversations with other men, to talk like men talk, to have things that are non-threatening but dive deep when necessary. Um, there's another one of those types of things coming. Um, you know, Tribe is built on that. Everything within the pursuit of maleness. That's why we pushed everybody to uh, that closed Facebook group. I know some guys are adverse to Facebook. Uh, I, I understand that. We're just continually looking for ways to build that community. That's been my pursuit. So as I started to pursue that and say, okay, what does that what what needs to happen here for that to happen? What well, had to be everything had to be indicative of building community, getting men around the table. But I wanted my table. I wanted my guys at my table. That became my relentless pursuit. I believe every guy needs to have a bit of an edge to you. Every guy needs to have a little bit of, and I'm fixing on proving them wrong here. Every guy needs to have a little bit of that. Uh, I, I remember it was last March where they played, um, or two marches ago now that we're beyond it, uh, The Last Dance. And I grew up, as a lot of guys, a big Jordan guy. I loved Jordan, loved everything about, not everything about Jordan, but I, on the basketball court, Jordan was, he was cool, man. And, and off the court, he had his ear pierced. I wanted my ear pierced. Praise the Lord, I didn't get to do that. If he drank Gatorade, I drank Gatorade. If he wore Hanes, I wore Hanes. Whatever Jordan did, that's what I was going to do because he just was indicative of cool and cut your throat. And, and, and I, think, I think we've lost that a little bit. I think we've lost that edge in us as, as men. We don't have a lot worth fighting for. And so what happens is we walk around with men instead of having things to fight for, we have men with their feelings hurt. There's a big difference between fighting for something because you believe in it and get your feelings hurt. But I believe every guy needs to have their edge. So for me, my edge was, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build my table. I'm going to create an environment where my guys are invited to the table and, and, I, and I'm going to build that. I don't need anyone that sat at that table in that picture to tell me, boy." Man, you're doing a good... No, because I want to build it. And I want to build it with the right people. So that became my my pursuit. So what I had to do was create environments or find ways to invite people to that, to that table. To invite people to that place where I knew I had something to add to the conversation. But I had tenfold what I needed to take away. And I want to read this. Proverbs chapter 13 uh, verse 20, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. Look around. Look around. Who's at your table? In your table of life, with who you are and what you do, do you have a table? Do you have a place where you gather intentionally with other like-minded men they don't have to be in the same place maturity-wise, but, but we're moving the same direction. Do you have a table, metaphorically speaking, 
Your table could be your garage. I do a lot of stuff at this this desk here, a lot of work here. Could be a kitchen table, could be a fire pit. I don't I don't care. Do you have a table where you intentionally invite wise people to that table and you're going to learn from them? Knowing that you have something you can add to them. And again, I'm going to go back to this. Every man has something he can add to the conversation. Every guy. Some guys need to just shut up for a while. Sometimes you sit at a table and that guy knows everybody, tells every story, knows everything. You're afraid to bring something up because he's going to have already done it. We call those people topper. Whatever story you got, they can top it. I'm not talking about that guy. Maybe that guy doesn't need to be invited to your table. I'm talking about the guys who get it, who get to that table, and they know I got something to add to this conversation, but I'm humble enough and wise enough to know I need to do a lot more listening than I need, than I do talking. Because when I walk away from that table, when I push myself back, I'm going to say it was well worth it. So the question is, do you have a table? Do you have that in your life? Do you have a place? Maybe it's a small group place. Maybe it's in the, in the office building somewhere. Maybe there's a place where you gather with your guys, with your people intentionally, and you're going to do that. So you got to think about, uh, who am I going to invite to this table? So for me, I knew I had to go after the guys that I wanted at that table. And, and, and to give you a snapshot of it, I want lunch pail kind of guys. Listen, I'm not against uh, anybody of any kind for that matter, but I'm a, I'm a blue-collar lunch pail kind of guy. Uh, one of the things that I found with the pursuit of manliness was you had to figure out what's my target audience because I'm not going to get everybody. There's some guys that just do not, will not like me, will not like my voice, will not like my content, will not, it doesn't matter. That's okay. They were not necessarily my target audience then. So what I found is, man, I'm, I'm a blue collar guy, but we getting around the right guys we can reach a lot of guys. We can reach a lot of people. And one of the things that we reach a lot of, military and first responders. We get a ton of military and first responders. And what's awesome is they get it. And like in tribe and, and in point man, these military guys, these first responder guys, they, they, they understand brotherhood. They understand having each other's back. They understand ribbing each other. If you can't get made fun of at some point, you're not long for man community, okay? That just ain't going to happen. But if, if you can get ribbed and you can give some ribbing and you can give a joke and take a joke and you can get serious and you can, you can, I'm telling you what, we got a spot for you. But military and first responders, we have a plethora of them and we love them. I'm pro-military and I'm pro-first responder forever. I've never been either one of them. But because I res I greatly respect what they do, man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that they get it. They understand when they come to the table. They understand they have life experience, but they also understand how to listen and to learn. And then they impart wisdom and, and we're all better for it. So I understand who am I inviting? And then why am I inviting them there? Am I just trying to create um, a bunch of friends? Like I'm not trying to create a bunch of best friends, okay? When I when we do tribe, point man, one more round, uh, any of those things, I'm not looking for guys to come over to my house and play catch in the front yard. I'm not I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for the guy who's not emotionally needy. I'm looking for the guy who knows how to have your back. I'm looking for the guy who knows how to dialogue. Now some of these guys will ghost you, man. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll just disappear off the face of the earth. And you're like, what are we doing? We're grown men. We're supposed to be. 
right? So I had to understand, okay, who am I inviting? Why am I inviting them there? And so the why was because I want to learn from them, but I think I have a couple things to share. What I find is sometimes the things that I thought I was ready to share, boy, I'm going to wow them with this. Uh Uh-uh. Let's just, let's just put that in the back and let's save that for later because somebody else has already brought something to the table that is much better to chew on than anything I was going to bring. That's what God does. Only God can do that. So you need to know, who am I going after? Do you have a table of guys? Do you have a tribe of men? Do you have a tribe? Do you have guys that you say, those are my guys. That's my table. If I took a picture of me and my guys, I have that, that we would all sit there and this is, this is who we are. And then why are they there? Because if I'm just there to hoard people, well, that's weird. No, I'm there because we're going to create a community of growth and encouragement. And honestly, some banter. It's good to joke. It's hard It's hard to find people who can really joke. It's hard to find people who can really be authentic. And that's one of the things that happens in Tribe. Because the way the challenges are designed and the conversations that take place, that by the end of it, we already know you. So it just comes up to how honest you're willing to be. So when these guys go out of their way to meet up and sit at literal tables with one another, all pretense is gone because we've already been talking about stuff. Week one challenge of last session tribe, what sin is crouching at your door? How often do you have that conversation with the guy that sits in your church pew with you? Not often. Well, they did. And guess what happened? A community was forged because they were willing to be authentic. So I have to figure out who am I going after? What? Why? Why am I doing that? What do I have to add? I want you to think about that. Every guy has something to add. What do I have to add? Maybe it was adverse circumstances. Maybe you didn't have to go through a life of sin. Praise the Lord for that. I think sometimes those guys think, well, my testimony isn't as good because I was just raised in a, in a godly home and I never really had that prodigal son thing. Who cares? Walk in that. You're walking in a victory. You're walking as staying connected to light. You're walking as a man of God. So everybody has something to add. So if, 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 if it's true that you really didn't have that prodigal son type thing in your life, then what you could add to the conversation is, let me tell you how I remained faithful. Let me tell you some things that happened in our home that kept me from wandering down those, those slopes of, of sin. Let me show you, or, you know, everyone has something. Now, maybe you have that prodigal son. And sometimes I think we like to celebrate the prodigal son. Oh, let me tell you how bad I was. Listen, we're not celebrating sin here. What we're talking about is we understand, we get it. We get it, right? So... What do I have to add to the conversation? Well, hopefully what God's doing in your life. That's one of the truest marks of a man of God, that God is doing something in his life, whether it's making him uncomfortable, encouraging him, whatever. God's doing something, so he's in the Word. He's reading the I mean, he's, he's growing in the Word. He's being connected to, to people who are also in the Word. So, okay, what do I have to add, and what do I need to take away? I would say, like in this last session of Tribe, prayer was just such a phenomenal focus. And that wasn't, I wouldn't say that was the intent to start with, but it just became such a big thing. And I don't, I don't think that's going away. So we would have man after man after man say in tribe, you know what? My prayer life stunk, but because of being through something like this, I'm gonna tell you what, it's a lot better now. I remember one guy saying that uh, he hit his knees to, uh, to, to pray. And I thought, I haven't been doing that. So the next opportunity came up. It wasn't long after I was convicted of that. I had a prayer request to hit my knees to pray. I mean, the point is, there's so much to learn. I'll come to my table with my guys with some notes thinking, I'm going to share this if this comes up or this. I may share that. And I walk away with far more than I ever thought I was going to bring to that. I want you to think about that idea again. Who's at your table? 
who, if you're waiting to be invited to a table, here's your invitation. Get connected to the pursuit of manliness and we create tables all across the globe. We create environments all across the globe. You live out of the country and you're like, man, I ain't got nobody in my country. Sign up for tribe. We have other guys who are out of the country. Okay? You're saying, man, I'm, I'm struggling in my house. Sign, get point man. Get point man Mark. Get point man Axe. Whatever. You're saying, man, I, I, I need other guys that I can have dialogue with. Maybe it's the closed group. Maybe that's where you need to be. But I'm telling you right now, you need some skin in the game. As long as you have no calluses on your spiritual hands, as long as you've played it safe and free, it ain't going to work out for you. You will not get the right people at the table of life, at your table like I'm describing here. You will not get the right people at your table without some skin in the game. You see, guys that show up to the table, who just show up there, with nothing invested, they're found out pretty quick, right? You need some skin in the game. Maybe that's not your deal. Maybe you're like, you know, tribe, I just don't know, six months, I just, I just, you know, summer months, whatever. Then maybe you want to do one more round. Maybe you want to lead in your church and you take one more round and you take these 12 videos and you take these 12 discussion things. Listen, man, it doesn't have to be anything connected to the pursuit of manliness, but I'm telling you, if you're connected to the pursuit of manliness, you see this beard on anything, it will be about getting the right men around the table because you have something to add to the conversation and a whole bunch to take away. We are about building better men together. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. The smartest thing you can do is get some skin in the game and get involved and invested so you start building a table in your life and you start surrounding yourself with the right people. And I'm telling you right now, it changes everything. It will change everything. So men, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. I always appreciate that. Thank you for the downloads. I'm really humbled by the feedback, the, the, the messages, or you know, when you guys leave reviews, those things, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And once again, get yourself a table where you can help build better men together. Amen. I'll talk to you in a little bit.